Amen. So we thank God so much for today and for today's service. Um, we'll take our scripture reading from John chapter 15, verses 26, and chapter 16, and verse 7. Hallelujah. So chapter 15, John chapter 15, verses 26. It says, when the counselor comes, whom I will send to you from the Father, the spirit of truth who goes out from the Father, he will testify about me. Amen. And then chapter 16 and verse 7. It says, but I tell you the truth. It is for your good that I am going away. Unless I go away, the counselor will not come to you. But if I go, I will send him to you. This is the word of God. Amen. Amen. privilege to come into your presence. In the next few minutes, Lord, we ask that the comfort of the Spirit will come upon your church, will come upon families here, will come over individuals, will come over the choir, over everyone who has opened, over the deacons, over the pastorate, over WMU, men's ministry, youth teens, all the auxiliary children workers. Let there be a comfort of the Spirit this morning in the name of Jesus. Amen. So this morning, Papa, thank you for the opportunity to uh, uh, continue where you left off last Sunday. So we're talking about the Holy Spirit. Living by the Spirit. Can the slide go? Yes. So today my topic is to celebrate the comfort of the Holy Spirit. I, I want you to soak this in deep. Wherever you are, for those of you who just retired in the last five years, soak in the comfort. To those of you approaching retirement, to those of you who just found jobs, to those who don't have jobs, comfort of the Holy Spirit. So our annual theme for 2021, as Reverend, Debe, Reverend Dr. Fred Debe told us last Sunday, living by the Holy Spirit. And this whole quarter, We'll be having a lot of celebration. But it's the celebration of the Holy Spirit. That's the whole first quarter. And the focus is worship like we always do with the purpose-driven church. We look at the five thematic areas of the five purposes of the church. Worship, fellowship, discipleship, missions, and service or ministries. And this whole quarter, we are looking at worship. And this, this piece, you, if you're new to the church, this is how I preach. I don't know much, but this is the simple way. Few times God will give me new ideas, but this is the old idea I have preached with for some years. So I, I will talk about what is the comfort of the Holy Spirit. That's what I call proposition. Why do we need the comfort of the Spirit? That is my purpose. And how do we assess the comfort of the Spirit? I call that the process. And then I will talk about the outcomes. What happens when we receive the comfort of the Holy Spirit? I call that the product. And what should be your response? So preacher, let's go. But can we say this together? I want you to get used to it. The mission of Calvary Baptist Church in three C's. One, to exalt God in worship. I call that to celebrate. Number two, 
I call that to connect. That is why every one of you must belong to small groups. You must belong to an auxiliary. You must serve in church, else you are not living on mission. To connect Bible study groups. I know very soon I'm talking to Nana for us to resume our Bible study. Because this year, somebody must take the cup from the class of grace. Amen. Oh, they said no. Class of grace. I was with you last Sunday. And I'm very, very much happy of what God is doing in the class of grace. But somebody else must take the cup this year. Two years is enough. And reach out to the world with the gospel of Jesus Christ. Dickie Abu is not happy with me, but it is well, Dickie. So that is our part of contribution. So our mission comes in three C's to, can I hear you, to, to celebrate, number two, to connect, and number three, to contribute, reaching out to the world. And this is our vision. Can we all shout it out? A vibrant That remains our vision until senior pastor received new direction from God with the leadership. So we must be a vibrant congregation. Two things I wanted to reflect on. Who comes alongside you when the going gets very tough? Preacher, hold on. I like how you are projecting to the summit. God bless you. Who comes alongside you when the going gets tough? When you don't have answers? When life seems to deal with you? In its own terms. And when it feels God is silent. How you feel like God is not with you. The heavens over you look like uh, it's closed. Who comes alongside you when you don't have answers? And number two. Think about this whilst I preach. So, so imagine the whole of 2020 was a trailer. It was a movie trailer. When we were kids and we used to go to the cinema. You know, they do the trailers. We used to call it comedies. If you don't understand, they say comojis. That's how we used to say it. Before the last killer will be shown and the blue man and all the people will come. So imagine there was the whole of the year 2020 was a trailer for 2021 or for the new decade. That there are more worse things about to happen. Imagine that parliament starts with fights and snatching of boxes in the 8th parliament. And that was just a trailer that is going to be more tense and worse. Just imagine that. What would be your response? Think about that for a moment. No, I'm not a prophet of doom, but I'm just saying imagine if the worst must come. Right now, Britain is under lockdown and I got a mail from one of our, uh, our partners who work with for children. She's a lawyer in the UK. It says, in the city, I am one out of every 30 people have covid one out of 30. Like in this sitting of over 200, you are looking at about 10 people should be with us who have, oh sorry, 30 times 3, maybe about 6 people. Set one out of every 30. And the national average is gone one out of 50. That's what lawyer Ruth Sharon wrote to me this week. Pray for Britain. That's what she told me. Pray for Britain. I, I don't know what is yet to come, but Jesus was leaving the earth. Disciples were worried and afraid what happens after his departure. So right from John chapter 4, Jesus will start to talk about things to give them hope and to give them some encouragement in my father's house. They are great stuff for you. 
But you see, in a season of COVID-19 and vaccines and lockdown and social distance, it appears we are never going to feel normal again. It's a struggle to preach with a mask, I'm telling you. It's a struggle to even listen to me in a mask. It's a struggle. Yesterday I went for, after the funeral here, the, the Mr. Kwame do the scripture union was going. And there were people I have worked with in SU back in the eight, 90s. As, as a Bible club's coordinator for, and I couldn't, but the marks has covered them and I haven't seen some of them for 10 years. I passed by them. And later, I can't see, are you not kings? I said, oh, sorry, I couldn't even see you. But that is the world we are in. It appears that we are never going to feel normal again, that you could even pass by associates and you will not know. Anxiety, distress, and uncertainty is robbing many people the peace and the comfort of life. Think about that. If 2020 was a trailer and there are worse things to come. Today, we introduce you to real comfort of all comforts. Today, I'm talking about a helper, another comforter and an advocate. Someone who stands by you in the midst of the troubles, in the midst of the challenges. That's what I'm introducing to you as I speak about the comfort of the Holy Spirit. So who is the Holy Spirit? You know that story we read or we, my teachers used to share to us, those of our younger in Jesus. The gentleman couldn't prepare for the exams. And so he, he did one, he took one part of the textbook and he made sure that he has stated it well in biology. Okay, and so they asked him a question about three. And guess what? He says a tree has branches and you may find a gamma lizard on the branch. At this juncture, one may ask, what is a gamma lizard? <laughs> because he had studied nothing about other things than a gamma lizard. So he has to find a way to close the gaps and to bring the connection. But no, I, I'm not trying to close the gap. I want you to open to the subject of who the Holy Spirit is. And the next few seconds, soak it in. The Holy Spirit is co-equal with God. The Father and God the Father and God the Son. And it's of the same essence. That I know is hard to take in because like Papa started last week, the Trinity, you can definitely point it straight in Scripture. But if you take the entire narrative of the Bible, it knows that there was a Trinitarian agenda right from Genesis chapter 1 verse 26. And God said, let us. And for all of you who are reading the Bible through with us, thank you. And for those who are sharing with your friends, thank you. It's exciting to read through the Bible again. Cover to cover in, general, in, in this year, 2021. And so the Holy Spirit is God. He is the third person of the Trinity and yet, it's also distinct from them. And you can find that in Matthew 28 and 2 Corinthians 13, verse 14. Preacher, let's go. Bible says he is the spirit of truth. Scripture describes the Holy Spirit in personal terms. So we are not talking about an impersonal force. When the Bible says that he teaches. In fact, they even give him a pronoun of he. I thought the theologian should have at least given us she. To, you know, bring a certain balance. But they, they wanted to keep a certain context of, of the narrative of where they use a lot of he to represent both genders and saying God made man. So please pardon us. But the point is that you can't refer to the Holy Spirit it. It is not something like someone, but something, it was like something was doing me. No, that was not the Holy Spirit. He is doing you. 
<laughs> so he guides, he comforts, he intercedes, he possesses emotions, intellect, and will. And if you cannot write the notes, don't worry. I have shared it on all the WhatsApp platforms. The council has it. So every auxiliary is on the council. You can share with the rest of your team all the notes. I know it will be hard to write down. And I have just 30 minutes to finish this sermon. So you've heard of the nine fruit of the Holy Spirit, right? From Galatians chapter 5, verse 22 to 20. You've also heard of the ninth gift. So I was being uh, funny. This has no theological background. And let me put the disclaimer on it. I just was reading and I discovered there were nine ways or the nine functions of the Holy Spirit. But please let me put it. There are one million ways the Holy Spirit does his things. I have just found nine out of the million ways. So you can discover more. Then don't let this thing stop you. And today I'm even just dealing with one. The Holy Spirit comforts us. He does one million things or a billion things. So please let's not limit it. Just that he has more than nine gifts. But in 1 Corinthians 12, we count about nine things which he was giving to the church. But the Holy Spirit has many gifts. All right? And then they call fruit of the Spirit, not fruits. And there too, we find about nine things there. So I was just being, you know, playing with words in my head when I got here. And I said, the Holy Spirit comforts us. You can take, that's what I will be talking a lot in the next 20 minutes. But the Holy Spirit teaches us. The Holy Spirit empowers us. Number four, can we go on fast? I just want to introduce you to it and you can do your own study. The Holy Spirit empowers us. So we can preach on this like a series. Maybe midweek service, we'll try some of them. And then the Holy Spirit prays for us. Number five. Number six. The Holy Spirit equips us. Number seven. The Holy Spirit liberates us. Number eight. The Holy Spirit unifies us. When you see divisions in an auxiliary, especially maybe the choir and that maybe choir director listen to me Moses and then you find that some people don't want to do and he said why did you use this for this I wanted just know that you need to pray and spend time worship in the Holy Spirit it will unify the choir today I've given you free antidotes to all the disunity in your family if you begin to see there are a lot of divisions in family meetings just pray for the Holy Spirit to move in the hearts of people the Holy Spirit unifies us what was the last thing the Holy Spirit does The Holy Spirit adopts us into sonship. It says by him we cry to God, Abba, Father. Hallelujah. So these are nine things. Uh, today I'm looking at just one of the many things. So I'm looking at the first part. What is the comfort? That's my proposition. The Spirit comforts minds, consoles heart, and heals bodies. He helps us and bears sorrows and he restores hope. We usually think of comfort as soothing someone. Someone is going through pain. Someone is in struggle. And so you come alongside to comfort. Except if you are the friends of Job, then you become miserable comforters. Job had three friends who came. And Bible says for almost a week, they kept quiet and sat by him. And it was good they were quiet. In fact, they should have kept quiet. Immediately they started speaking, the anguish and the sorrows of Job multiplied. So he refers to them miserable comforters. But that is not what the Holy Spirit is. So there are people who are miserable comforters. Holy Spirit is not a miserable comforter. Hallelujah. Consoles and, and, and come along with us. Yeah. So but true comfort strengthens us to face life bravely and keep on going. It does not rob us of responsibility or make it easy for us to give up. 
He is our advocate. The one who represents you at court and stands at your side to plead your case. Because sometimes life will throw things at you and it almost feels like you have been summoned to a horse seat or to stand right where you are being judged by the rest of the world around you. It's like you are the man in the docket and everybody is questioning you. Kwame, Efua, Messi, Mansa, why? Why? And you have no answers. But the Holy Spirit come along like an advocate. Like we have great lawyers here. Chief Justice, I salute. Sorry, Supreme Court Judge, I salute. I salute. Oh, I wasn't prophesying. I, I don't belong to that people yet. Maybe one. <laughs> no, and, and, and they put questions to you. But the Holy Spirit comes along like an advocate. Like, a, like, like, like your lawyer who speaks for you. So when the world is judging you and you have no answers, come to the Holy Spirit. Come to the Holy Spirit. When your husband misunderstands you. And no matter what you say. He is not agreeing. Come to the Holy Spirit. When your wife says you are cheating. But you know in your heart you are not cheating. It has of a good will you are helping. Don't try to defend yourself. Come to the Holy Spirit. Come to the Holy Spirit. A lot of problems we have is because. We try to find all kinds of comfort. And all kinds of advocates. The gentleman was telling me that a wife is not listening to him. And for that reason, he found a secretary, someone in the church, in his work. Who listens? Who understands? I said, wow. But did you try the Holy Spirit? Because this girl who is listening and understanding may bring you problems in the near future. Today, she is listening. But tomorrow, she may be doing something more. Because you don't know her mind. She may be a good person. I'm not judging her. But did you try the Holy Spirit? No, it's easy to try people. It's easy to find comfort and solace in all kinds of places. There are people, when they are troubled, they look for the spirits. The small s. Spirit. Appeal. Instead of looking, uh, Papa, what is it? For export. <laughs> oh, yes, yes, yes. To those of you who listen to the inaugural address. So, I'm not going there, Papa. <laughs> no, no, but I'm talking about people who look for comfort in the small s. They call it the spirit. Today, I'm talking about the big s. The Holy Spirit. No, you know, there are people who think when they drink a little alcohol, it makes them forget their troubles for a season. Because it's in pain. What is happening to me is too much. So, they become addicted to the bottle. But today, I want you to be addicted to the Holy Spirit. Amen? It's a good addiction, I tell you. So, why do we need the Holy Spirit? Jesus was leaving them. That's why he needed the Holy Spirit. Say, it is better. Tell someone, it is better. That you have the Holy Spirit. Jesus says, I cannot be here forever. I have to go. Just in a little while, you see me, but the world will not see me. The world will hate you and persecute you. John chapter 15. He said, look, this world will not be friendly. If they did it to the boss, please don't think they won't do it to you. No, today when people face little persecution, they say, ah, pastor, what I'm going to, I don't understand. Am I the only Christian? I say, oh, but don't you read the Bible? I mean, who truly lived holy life? Bible says, and those who live godly life in this world will suffer what? Oh, some of us deleted it from our Bibles. No, we have heard another gospel that has nothing to do with persecutions and troubles. Look, anybody who doesn't need the Holy Spirit is the one who is not going through any problem. A believer who doesn't suffer persecution doesn't need the Holy Spirit. 
A believer who everything is working for you, you don't need. Bible says that the disciples may even abandon their faith. Have you read John chapter 16 verse 1? Let me read that. I was surprised Jesus said that. That times are going to be so hard. Thank you. My brother always got my back. And he told me that my time is running. Thank you very much. That was a nice one. By John chapter 16. Can we do 16 verse 1? Say, and all this I have told you so that you will not go astray. In other versions it says, and that you will not abandon your faith. It is possible in this season of all that is happening, people are abandoning their faith. They are giving up. That is why you need the comfort of the Holy Spirit. There's a reason. Can, can we finish? Yes, thank you very much, Joe. He says, I have told you these things so that you won't abandon your faith. What, what is about to happen in this decade? People will abandon their faith. Though. I said, just think about it. If 2020 was a trailer, I want you to be thinking about that whilst I preach. Now, times is going to be so hard for people's faith to stand. In other places, it has already begun. And we know it because somebody will not cook or bake for, for, for a homosexual marriage. The person's business is shut down. Like, seriously? Can we finish this? Disciples will weep and mourn. It's there. The Holy Spirit will never leave. See, so Jesus said it is better to have the Holy Spirit. Because when he comes, he will never leave. And he, I am a comforter to you. I am an advocate to you. But he will be another comforter. Who will stay with you forever. But think about it. Jesus could only be in one place at a time. When he's in Galilee, he's only in Galilee. If he comes to Accra, he'll only be in Accra. He can't be in Kumasi. By the Holy Spirit. Well, is somebody listening to me? But the Holy Spirit is in Galilee right now. It's in Jerusalem right now. It's inside you right now. It's inside me right now. It is better to have the Holy Spirit. Jesus said it. Can we finish this? So that's my whys. I've given you about four reasons why we need. So let me go through my process. I'm finishing my message very soon. How to be comforted. In the Greek word, you will find the parakletos, which is transliterated. I didn't say translated. Transliterated. There's a difference, okay? I won't do the English today. I'll leave the English scholars to help. You find the word paraclete. It's two words. Means helper, comforter, advocate. Para means alongside. Like we know paralyzed when we're children. Or you teach your children paralyzed. Something that come along, alright? And then the second half word is kalito. Whose who's surname was that? Oh, nickname. When you were in school, somebody was called kalito. Kalito just means that to call. Kalito means to call. So to say paraclete is someone who is called to come alongside someone. Like, like you have a trusted family lawyer or attorney to speak for you. That is how the Holy Spirit gets us comforted. But that's, that's the process. Can we finish this? So I'm taking you. Jesus himself from 1 John chapter 2 verse 1 he says and we have an advocate who is with the father and said Jesus Christ. 1 John 2 verse 1. So Jesus established whilst he was here he was our comforter. He was our paraclete, the man who comes along and he took our sins. He, he went to the cross and he paid the full price. He is the real deal. But you see, he knows he can't be here forever. So now we have what we call another advocate, another comforter sent from God and that is the Holy Spirit. So this is how he comes in. Let's see how he comforts us. The process. How, how, how. The Holy Spirit comforts the people of God by teaching them all things. Please can we shout all things? Oh, the children, I want to hear you. All things. And, and children, do you know the Holy Spirit is not only for daddy and mommy? 
The Holy Spirit is for everyone, even you, two years old, three years old, five years old. The Holy Spirit comes and teaches you all things. So the mathematics you are suffering, the English you don't like. Say, Holy Spirit, help me to learn French. Hello? The Holy Spirit can teach all things. That's how he comes along. So if you are being frustrated by a subject in school, you ask the Holy Spirit. He comforts you by teaching you all things. And bringing to remembrance that which Jesus has taught you. The Holy Spirit enlightens our minds so that we can know the word of God. The Holy Spirit is said to be the spirit of truth. When there are prophecies that are lies in this country, you don't need to call your pastor to check it. You yourself, you have a Holy Spirit, an internal scanner. You can examine and weigh the prophecies that come on 31st night. Say this one, it came from the pastor's stomach. Because you have the Holy Spirit. This one, the man just wanted to be popular. Listen to me. The Holy Spirit will enlighten your mind. It's, you see, it's a ministry of instruction. When I got here, I said, wow. I always thought the Holy Spirit was for prayer warriors. To help them to pray, to intercede. But I just realized that the Holy Spirit is needed for Christian education. For everyone here who is interested in Bible studies. For those of you in small groups. Your Bi- I, I know that class of grace, you have a lot of the Holy Spirit. Amen? Oh, class of grace. Will you clap for class of grace? Oh, celebrate them. I'm trying to learn a lot from the class of grace. Yeah, they are yearly parties. It's amazing. Ministry of instruction, teaching and education. He leads us into truth of the gospel and then we are comforted. When you begin to know the full mind of God and understand that what you are going through will not destroy you. When you begin to know that even the problems you are facing right now is not going to kill you. Because God brings his knowledge through the word, through the Holy Spirit. You are what? Comforted. You know this one too will do what? Will pass away, but you shall remain. Amen. So Jesus said in John 16, 7, he said, it is better with the Holy Spirit. In Jesus' time with the disciples, the disciples never seemed to have understood things. They were stumbling, fumbling, and doubting. You know Thomas, right? Some of you remember Philip. Ah, but Jesus, so as the father, it will be enough. You talk so much about this father. Who? Say, I mean, Philip, I have been with you all this while. Whoever has seen me has seen the father. There were many times they have questions. But when the Holy Spirit comes, all the questions were answered. So think about it. Jesus was this lecturer like I had in the university. Immediately he comes to the class. It's almost like he has memorized all his notes. And then he begins to talk and talk. And then he'll ask, do you understand? And the people say the whole show. said, no, the TA will come and do that job for you. The man was good, but sometimes he talks over the student's head. So the TA comes through during tutorials and he breaks it down. The Holy Spirit has a work of a tutorial for all of us. He makes sure that the truth is understood and assimilated. Somehow, whatever you need for every situation. You know, sometimes you can know a lot, but you don't know what to do at all times. The Holy Spirit comes. He brings the right word for the season. Some of you call it the rhema. He says, and I just heard a voice. Then I just, this word of God came to me. It was the Holy Spirit. Are, are we hearing how he comforts us? Can we finish here? That's the process. I think I'm done. The rest of the notes are available for you to read. Let's see. In Jesus' time with the disciples, they never seemed, no, we've gone past here. We've gone past here. We've gone past. Can we go forward? I have, I think, few minutes to wrap up. The Holy Spirit does not just comfort us when we are downtrodden. 
but it's our helper, our guide, and our advocate from moment to moment. I just said, can we finish this? I think there was a quote from R.C. Yes, Sproul. Good. The image of the comforter. So R.C. Sproul, many of you know, is a Reformed theologian, Presbyterian minister. I think he died just about three years ago. And, and he says that the image of the comforter is not the one who comes to dry your tears after the battle. He is the one who comes to give us strength and courage for the battle. To strengthen God's people in the midst of a fearful tribulation. In the midst of a second wave of COVID. Is it 21? Or COVID something. In the midst of uncertainties that lies in the rest of 2021. And perhaps the next 10 years of a decade. The Holy Spirit strengthening God's people. I prophesy over everyone hearing the word of God. That the Holy Spirit will strengthen you for every battle assigned for you for this year. Somehow you will receive the power of the Holy Spirit and be comforted that you are not alone in your marriage. You are not alone raising those children. You are not alone in the business. It does not matter the schemes of people. It does not matter the imagination of men. Sometimes they take your pictures and they place it on certain altars and cry curses upon you but I prophesy over you in the mighty name of Jesus may the Holy Spirit bring comfort that no matter what they do whatever their schemes will turn for your good in the name of Jesus that is the comfort of the Holy Spirit can we finish this so what comes out of it we are comforted as we are guided four things you see as the Lord guides us we receive Providence, directions, wisdom, insight. That's the first thing that when you are comforted, you receive. Number two, you receive the peace of God. Okay, provisions. We are comforted as our minds are short of guaranteed promises of God. Do you know how many promises God has for you? Many of you, you are wealthy people, but unfortunately, you don't open the will. That gives you access to all things. First, I think Second Peter chapter 1, verse 4, it says that, his divine nature has given us all things. Anytime I read that scripture, I wonder why sometimes I lack things. I said, is it my faith? Oh, I don't understand. It says, he, his divine has given us all things that we need for life and godliness. Every Christian can live holy. Every Christian can stand for Jesus. No matter the temptation, no matter the trial, because there is a comfort of the Holy Spirit. That through these things he has given us great and precious promise. So that through them you may participate in the divine nature and escape the corruption. So let's announce, if corruption is going to go away, it is this partaking of divine nature of God. You don't make more laws. Unfortunately, we know how the lawmakers themselves are behaving these days. So you know that you can't trust them to make laws to check them. They may make laws for us. Bible says they sit on Moses' seat, so let's respect them. We will honor them, but we shouldn't do after them. Don't run through the traffic because you said there is chaos in parliament and therefore the law doesn't work even on the street. No. No. We must be better than our parliamentarians. Amen. We refuse to fight when we can dialogue and talk. Amen. Oh, you are not happy about this, eh? But it's also the work of the Holy Spirit. He said, you will find peace in the midst of the struggle. Peace, I leave you. My peace I give. Jesus said it. And so the outcome when the Holy Spirit comforts you is that you have peace in all situations. He said, and the peace of God that surpasses all understanding will keep your heart and your mind in Christ Jesus. The Holy Spirit dwells among us and in us so that we are never left without God's presence. Looking for protection. 
Anyone looking for protection this year? Look, if you are looking for protection this year, trust in the comfort of the Holy Spirit. Look, beginning of the year, people go to all kinds of places to get things around their waist. In your office, people come and do things in the midnight. But I tell you, you don't need to go to your office to do anything. Right where you are, right in this church, you can cover that office with the presence of the Holy Spirit. That comfort of the Spirit will protect you. Let them go and scheme. Bible said there is no divination and there is no enchantment against Israel. I bring my message to a close as I ask you to respond. Are you alone or lonely? No, sometimes we feel we are just alone. Nobody understands us. Not even our spouses. Sometimes we get to a place where we think our board, those of you who serve in high management, they don't understand me. So you begin to feel lonely though people are around you. You can be in the crowd and still feel lonely. Now how are you prepared for the coming event for the rest of this decade? A decade where I just woke up and I realized that Tesla has just overtaken Jeff Bezos. Even though Jeff Bezos did so well under COVID because he decided to do electric cars. And people sacked him from, from a state. They said, this won't do well here. And wherever he located in Texas, things have turned for his good. Now the richest man in the world is no more Jeff Bezos. Two weeks ago, I was telling the richest man was Jeff Bezos because when all of us were in lockdown, the man wealth jumped, jumped, and jumped into billions of dollars. Now, Econ has just taken over. This is the world you are in. It might not mean anything to many of you. But for some of us, we watch where the money is going and what it tells us. That's what my evangelism teacher taught me in Wheaton. So always check. If the movie comes and the normal souls up, check what is the heartbeat of the people and preach to them. If they are chasing after Superman, they are looking for supernatural experience, preach Holy Spirit to them. If they are looking at Spider-Man and they are struggling, know that they are struggling with identity. Preach to them Jesus to give them identity. See where the box office is and preach the gospel. That's how he taught me. So I check where the money is going and say, okay, electric cars, what does it mean? But today I want you to know something. Are you alone or lonely? How prepared are you for the coming event in this year? Remember, there is another comforter. Will you bow your heads with me as I finish this sermon? I think that clap is for Jesus. Feel free to do it for him. Without the Holy Spirit, I cannot talk about the Holy Spirit. I have no power. I have no knowledge. You know how weak and timid and things I am. But I give glory to the Holy Spirit. Will you bow your heads? I want you to soak in the next few minutes. Before I do the altar call, I want everyone to come in with the Holy Spirit. The comfort of the Spirit. I said, Lord, I need this comfort right where I am. In my office. In my home. In my new projects. In my family. For that child. There are children who seems no matter what you do. It seems to be going way off. Hand them over to the Holy Spirit. So you can have comfort. Of the Spirit. That you will know that even all the things he's doing. God will use it and turn him around for your good. Talk to God. I don't know what the situation is. But anything that is disturbing you. Anything that seems to steal away your peace. Maybe you have concerns for 2021. You have genuine concerns that a certain party is in power. Because when they come, you don't get jobs, you don't get contracts. But I want you to leave it with God. God is able to deal even with the heart of kings through the power of the Holy Spirit. I don't care what the situation looks like. It could be a terrible disease. 
maybe a debilitating disease, a disease that is eating your body. The doctors have given you a limited time to live and you know or you heard some of those things. Send the comfort of the Holy Spirit. Ah. Talk with God, talk with God. Just a second, I'm done with the sermon. I want you to respond with prayer. be lonely. Don't be a stranger. Don't feel alone when the Holy Spirit is there to be your paraclato. Coming alongside you through the thick and thin of life. Through the uncertainties of the coming days. You've retired. You're looking for new stuff to keep you busy. They are not coming. Let the Holy Spirit guide you. Maybe God will show you a new thing to do that you have never done before and will give you the joy the fulfillment and even make you profitable. I've seen people who make more money in their retirement than they have made in their working life. It is a work of the Spirit. Speak with God. God is turning things. I see God wiping someone's tears right now. When you cry, nobody sees. Not even your husband knows you cry. But God says, I should tell you, he's wiping the tears. He's bringing a comfort. The situation is not going to go away. But you're going to have comfort in that situation. And that situation is going to build you up. You're going to be stronger. You're going to come up better and tougher. It's a work of the Spirit for you. Father, we thank you. Father, we bless you. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Have your way in this service and be glorified. Bless the word of God. Lord, we thank you that we can sing our testimony to others and encourage them to walk along with us because you desire all people to walk with you and come into your kingdom. As we sing these songs of joy, remember those who, may, who are mourning. Thank you that the Spirit comforts people and comforts us in our time of need. And therefore, bring the Musa family into your hands. Comfort them, strengthen them. 106 is long. But 106 also makes it difficult to say, grandma is no longer there, mommy is no longer there. Whatever they need to do all the funeral rites, strengthen them. And the travel up and down, strengthen them. And for all others who are passing through this week, we do not know what lies ahead of us this week. But one thing we know for sure, you are with us always. Through the fire, through the smoke, through, the, uh, through the, all the confusion in this life, you are with us. And let your Holy Spirit comfort us as we read your word and as we sing your word. And beloved, we thank God for a week when we can come before him as a church, as a denomination, to bring thanks to God and put our projects and our programs before him, asking him to lead us as Ghana Baptist Convention. Father, into your hands again we commit our nation, this nation Ghana. We commit the nations of the world, the United States of America, 
May all these things cause us to be elect as Christians that we should watch and pray because one of these days the trumpet will sound and those who are ready, those who are ready will be caught up to help us to stay ready and not to be confused by the sounds and all the confusion around but to be vigilant. And therefore, beloved, the Lord bless you and keep you. May he cause his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. May he bless all that you do in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, both now and forevermore. Amen. Surely, goodness and mercy would follow you all the days of your life. Dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. <laughs>